I'm Andrew Dow with Saunders & Associates, and welcome to another episode of the Happening in the Hamptons podcast, our weekly breakdown of the Hamptons market, new listings, and events on the East End. Today's podcast is sponsored by New York Title Abstract, the Hamptons' leading title insurance firm. Visit NewYorkTitle.com or TitleInsurance.com. And we are joined, as always, by Steve Glick, Dave Retiner, and today, Sarah Hagen-Dowd of the Brennan Hagen team, talking about what a deal looks like in a seller's market. But as we always do, we want to start with Steve with the latest numbers and details on the inventory. Steve. Good morning, guys. Happy to be here. So over the past week, there were 42 listings that went into contract from West Hampton to Montauk. Compared to the same week last year, there were 32 listings that went into contract, which is a year-over-year increase of 31%. So we're still seeing this increase every single week of the amount of listings going into contract versus the previous year. So obviously, this tells us that the market is still continuously active. The quick breakdown of these 42 transactions are one between eight and 10 million, six between four and six million, 14 between two and four million, and 21 under $2 million. This past week, there are only 16 new listings coming onto the market. With 42 going into contract, it leaves a deficit of 26 listings. This is something we're seeing week over week with the inventory um, getting depleted. Uh, not many listings are coming onto the market. So certainly this is something we want to pay attention to as we go into next year. Usually with our guests in the studio, we discuss a property that you guys currently have for sale. But Sarah, you and your team has been very, very busy, very active, and recently you just put three properties into contract over the past week. This reinforces what I've just been saying, how active the market is. And with the inventory low, how do you find a deal in a seller's market? All right. Well, first of all, thanks so much for having us. I wish the team members could be here as well, but we had to divide and conquer today. So this is how it goes. But happy to be here uh, representing for everybody. Uh, So turnkey is absolutely flying off the shelf, full ask, over ask. These, like you say, the listings come on and they disappear just as quickly. Uh, People still want to deal. So they're Mm -hmm. looking at these prices and saying, do I really have to make an offer of full ask? Do I really have to go over ask? And the reality is, is if it's priced correctly, yes. And you just need to know that that is the deal. You need to be educated on the market and recognize when a good one is there. Okay. And then aside from that, you know, west of the canal is trending. I grew up east of the canal, but a lot of our business is focused on the other side of the canal. And we're just seeing that there might be different price points that make more sense. You get a little bit more bang for your buck there. So that's one way to kind of get around that and, and still find yourself getting a deal in something that's going to go up in value in the next 10 years. And then, of course, projects. And this is something that my team really... Um, knows at heart. It's something that we practice what we preach. What we're telling you is stuff that we're going to be doing ourselves. So you want to look for the projects you want to renovate. You want to look for the light TLC, uh, maybe even want to build new construction. So there's definitely ways to get um, some deals out there, even though it's a seller's market. That's what you guys did. You did that. uh, You and your family did that. You bought a house, fixed it up, uh, made it better and then sold it. And then Eric, your brother, did the same thing as well. Yep. Right? It's, it's something that for generations, you know, we've watched our parents do. It's it's something that we still do ourselves with our own families, whether it's rental properties or it's homes that we're living in for a short period of time, fixing up and then moving on to something bigger and better. And for a lot of people, that might be the way to get their foot in the door in the Hamptons. Oh, hugely. It, it, you can yeah, start hugely. someplace and then uh, put in a little bit of work and see some profits and turn that into the next big dream house. I mean, I feel like if I'm a buyer, right? And I'm looking and everything keeps, you know, disappearing. That's new construction. I want new construction. I'm going to you guys because I know I have so much confidence that 
if you find if you see a project that you know is going to take take a little time to get ready, you're going to know right away if it's a deal. I mean, I, it's obvious just from your personal history. Just for having a background in that, being able to recognize, you know, this might not be the dream house that you want right now, but with a renovation mortgage or lining up builders, which we have connections to, it might be ready by the time you're closing. So Mm -hmm. the day you close, you might have to wait that one month to do a few renovations. So essentially you still get something that's turnkey, even though it wasn't turnkey when you made that offer and got that offer in acceptance. I think a lot of times with turnkey houses being the things that are flying off the shelf, it's easy for people to walk into a house and say, wow, this is beautiful and I love everything. It's all brand new and it's great. But walking into a house that's a project that needs renovations, that really doesn't look that great, how do you coach your clients into seeing past what is there and see what could be? It's about having resources. It's about um, having a proven track record. And so saying that we have done this before, I think gives our buyers a lot of confidence. Uh, Even when we're selling something, we have houses right now and properties right now that are under contract where we had to paint the picture. We were representing the seller, but when buyers walk in the door with their agent, we're still painting the picture for them and and sharing resources and putting the deal together so that they can then create what they want with this blank slate. I think one of the things too is if you if you get in on a pre-construction house or one that's being constructed but not done, they haven't put in the, the fit, the finishes, the appliances, you can you can actually pick what you want and sort of make that your dream home even though it's in the construction phase already. Right, so we have a buyer that we're working with right now who's a little bit disappointed with the inventory. I think maybe like a lot of people, either it's overpriced and it's stale and it's been sitting there for too long, or uh, they just feel like it's overpriced because it is quote unquote a seller's market. So one strategy there is to then look at something that's currently being built, new construction, and having a team that's educated like us who can walk you through the you know the sheetrock and, and an unfinished product and be able to paint the picture of what it's going to look like and give you confidence mm. to know that then when you do close in April, it will be turnkey. And so you're still essentially getting that turnkey uh, and you might even get it for under ask. Yeah. And there's a lot of products out there like mortgage products too, that people could, you know, get their traditional mortgage, but then also add on an additional loan to do construction. I know there's one called a 203 pay loan where they could rehab um, the house and get it to where they want and draw that money and wrap that into the mortgage. So you're able to, you know, put it all together and purchase exactly what you want and just a little bit of additional financing, but you can still able to finance those construction costs at a low interest rate. And we've seen that done, whether it's a $2 million house or if it's an under $400,000 house, mm-hmm. we've worked on both. So you essentially can, can take that and just have a little bit of organization before you close so that when you do close, you're ready to rock and roll. And you mentioned pricing too. Uh, you know, obviously the things that that are priced right are selling. The things that are maybe overpriced or kind of stale or sitting on the market. It, it sounds like some of the people that you've been working with, some of your clients. I mean, they they understand the market pretty well as far as what is priced right and what's over. And, and even though it's a, a seller's market, even though that inventory is low, I guess people still aren't willing to necessarily overpay a crazy amount, maybe a premium, but maybe not you know, an outrageous amount, so it's still important to be priced right. It is still important. I mean, buyers are really educated these days. There's so much access that people have to online. They see all these listings, and when you have someone who's really motivated to purchase, they're they're looking in the morning, they're looking at lunch, they're looking at night, and so they, they know a lot, and, you know, our job is to help them kind of narrow in and focus and together find that opportunity, like I said, that, that still puts money in their pocket. Even though it's a seller's market, it doesn't mean you need to feel like you got robbed when you're going to the closing table. The other thing, too, is you mentioned, and Steve mentioned, some mm-hmm. of these renovation loans that are available for people that um, if they're doing a mortgage um, or they, and they are taking on a project, 
What are some of those loans and, and what are some of the challenges that you have to help walk them through with those? Luckily, we have mortgage partners, so they tell us mm -hmm. the specific mm -hmm. type of loans. <laughs> I just need to help find contractors and help them um, kind of narrow in and get the job done and get uh, some estimates and get organized. Yeah, so be organized. I was going to say, organization yeah. is key. If you're going to go down that route, uh, which is an easy route when you work with a good mortgage company, you know, they can outline all the details. Organi organization is key. Having all the quotes and all the specs and materials all figured out and makes the process a lot easier. I know I, I experienced that firsthand a couple of years ago. We did a renovation as well. And uh, we went down those routes of going with the mortgage company. And as long as you're organized, you have all your quotes and everything, all the paperwork figured out, uh, the process is, is fairly easy. Organization is not my strong suit. <laughs> I would definitely need an organized agent. Um, so listen, it's we're heading into Christmas week. Uh, this is an awesome time of year out here. I mean, obviously everybody comes to summer in the Hamptons, and that's a, a beautiful time of year, of course. But and it feels so full out here right now. Like the streets yeah. are, it you is. know, the hustle and it bustle is happening. It feel that way. It is full. What do you think is maybe the best part of the Christmas season out here? Well, we went to Sag Harbor recently, and I've always loved Sag Harbor. Just even just window shopping and, and going to some of the quaint old stores. That's just a great pastime. Uh, the handbell concerts, which I don't know if they're actually happening this year because of COVID, but that's always been a tradition in Bridgehampton that we've, oh, yeah. we've really enjoyed. We've even done it at some of our open houses. Mm -hmm. um, it's always been a highlight for us. But, you know, who else grew up out here is Dave, so... He knows. Yes. He knows all the good stuff. What's your what you think? <laughs> what's, what's your what's your holiday? Uh, holiday I'm going to give you some of my picks as usual this week. All right, so it's happening in the Hamptons time, clearly, and um, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you my top three picks. If you don't like them, no problem. You can go to happeninginthehamptons.com and do something else. But I'm very excited uh, this week about what is available. Uh, the one, my number one pick for this week is. The Buckskill Winter Club in East Hampton is open for ice skating. Oh. So I don't know if you've ever gone there, but it's absolutely wonderful. It's a very charming place. Um, it's right off of Buckskill Road in East, uh, in East Hampton. And they got hot chocolate, and they got ice skate rentals, and you can get... Uh, you can get ice skating lessons. Are you any good at ice skating? No. Are you like a hug the wall kind of guy? <laughs> it has been a long time. I'm not a hug, I'm not a hug the wall kind of guy, but I'm the fall on my butt kind of guy. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. See well. you there Saturday for yeah. the show, the Dave show. I'm not known for, for my grace, is, uh, that's for sure. Okay. So, so anyway, so that's opening uh, Saturday, and it's actually genuinely something I love doing every uh, winter. It's a, it's a great activity to do, so I highly recommend it. Um, my second pick for this week is um, in Sag Harbor this Sunday at 2 p.m. There is Light Up the Harbor in Sag Harbor, mm. uh, presented by the Sag Harbor S Historical Society. And so what you can do is if, you're, if, you, if you put Christmas lights or holiday lights, I should say, on your house, um, all you do is take a picture and email the picture to info at sagharborhistorical.com. And the people there, very serious judges, will decide whether or not your house is worthy of an award. Oh, wow. And they, they will give you an award. So that's kind of, kind of a nice thing. Um, so, you, so you can go down there at 2 p.m. Um, at the Sag Harbor Historical Society and, you know, uh, get an award, I guess. It's major you, award. Yeah, it's a major award, yes. <laughs> that's a very Clark, very Clark Griswold thing. <laughs> yeah, you get creativity, enthusiasm, and originality. Enthusiasm, I like that award. I feel like I would win that award. Or <laughs> right. grace on the ice. That's right, exactly. And then my third one is the Watermill Center Tour. It's happening at 2 p.m. this Friday 
and it's 10 bucks. And the Watermill Center is another really beautiful place, and it's also kind of a hidden place in the Hamptons. So if you don't know about it, just Google it. Um, and if you've never been, I would highly encourage you to uh, go on this tour. They have over 5,000 pieces of art representing all continents of the world and uh, of many eras, including the Stone Age. Um, and the people that work there are really into it. Uh, they have a lot of volunteers and it's, um, it's beautiful. It's just absolutely beautiful there. Uh, it's on eight acres, I think, there. Um, so, you know, it's outdoors, indoors. Um, they'll, they'll be doing all the socially distanced uh, and stuff there so you don't have to worry about anything like that. So I strongly recommend that one and you can check that out at watermillcenter.org or, of course, by going to happeninthehamptons.com. And those are my three picks for this week, gentlemen. Nice. Perfect. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Sarah. Once again, the Happening in the Hamptons podcast is sponsored by New York Title Abstract, the Hamptons' leading title insurance firm. Visit newyorktitle.com or titleinsurance.com. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm Andrew Dowd, and that is what's happening in the Hamptons.